It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on Friday. If you want to call in and chime in, 508-996-0500. We've been talking throughout the course of the morning about the protest that is happening at New Bedford High School this afternoon. Uh, a little bit, uh, just under two hours it'll be happening, and it's going to be about a two-hour event. That's what they're planning on. Uh, we will have, I know Brian Thomas will be calling in to Barry Richard uh, in the 1 p.m. hour from New Bedford High School. Uh, our Kate Robinson will be there as well, and she'll be uh, getting all of the, you know, the news angles on everything as well. And so we'll have coverage of it for you at WBSM.com and on the app if you want to find out how it all goes down. But they are planning a peaceful protest, and they are protesting the lack of response from what they say are the adults that are in charge of them from these Facebook posts that Councilor-elect Sean Oliver had posted on Facebook. Actually, he'd reshared uh, and they wanted to have, they have a list of demands. We can we can get into that as we go along, but you can read it at WBSM.com and on the app in the story there. Uh, and, you know, I kind of mentioned why some of them probably won't happen. Uh, but uh, he he said that, you know, he supports the students, right? He was just on with us with Council President Morad as, uh, in the last segment. And as he said, he supports their right to get out there and protest. And he, you know, he's encouraged by the fact that they feel strongly enough about something to be able to do that. Um we did kind of give them the opportunity again to say, I don't align myself with those beliefs, but it seems like he just doesn't want to come out and take that full on approach. But as we, as it keeps coming up, we're chipping away a little bit more and more at some of the, the, the mindset behind, you know, having posted those. So hopefully everything goes peacefully uh, and hopefully uh, it doesn't devolve into anything worse than just these kids you know, exercising their beliefs. And for those who think that they don't have a right to do this, I mean, I, 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 I look at it like this. If they're not getting the answers that they want to, if they don't feel safe, they had to do this to get some attention. And this brought the attention to Council President Morad that they're saying they don't feel safe in schools. Now she's saying I, I'm having a meeting with the superintendent and some other counselors to sit down and talk about that. To me, that's the students affecting change that they want to see by speaking up for themselves. Anyway, 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Good, how are you? Hey, here's the real question. Do we have another hero, hero situation? Oliver, Oliveira, what's going on here? I just think she was misspeaking. She'll get used to it the more she has to say it in the council meetings. That's funny. I, I just, uh, yeah, I'm sitting there laughing. That what, you know, we, we've all been we've all been kind of careful about that, too, because it's kind of your natural inclination in this area. You hear more, more Oliveras than you hear Olivers. So <laughs> I, I think it's something that we all have to be careful of. Yeah. Hey, here's my concern with uh, this hoopla. And it's kind of like, again, uh, taking both, uh, both sides of the coin, right? It's um, why do the... The students, right? They want to, they're going to protest or whatever, and that's their right. So why doesn't Mr. Oliver 
have the right to his own opinion, regardless of what that is. Because that opinion makes them feel like they are not going to be properly represented or, or has them feel like they could be put in danger based on not just him having those beliefs, but as they said, the people who voted for him. So they're just as much worried about the people who are yelling at these kids, you know, and we're hearing it here. You know, who's behind this? Is it really the kids that want to do this? Or is it really the kids that want to make these kids, you know, are, are people forcing these kids to be transgender? Or are they forcing these kids to be homosexual? Like, they just want to be able to live the life that they want to live. And when you have a silence from adults saying, we're okay with that, they have reason to be concerned. Yes, 100%. But again, playing devil's advocate, was he not elected by the majority? Uh, well, he was elected, yes. He was elected by a 107-vote margin. So. Yeah, yeah, correct. I, and I get it. But again, playing devil's advocate. So what if the majority feels the way that they do? Or that he does? Well, again, so, and, and, and no, here, no, we're, the we're, semantics. Like, the clips that they keep playing was he said, he said. He didn't say anything. He did not say when, anything. When, when, you reshare, he, when, when you reshare a meme, that becomes something that you've said. I mean, you—you you, you really. It means you've supported the content behind it. Okay. Well, how many times? Hold on. How many times have we given him the opportunity to say I don't support the content behind it, and he hasn't said that? Well, because what if he just is playing that politician, that slippery slope? We hear, we see that, and hear that all the time, every day. Local politics. Uh, um, I don't think it's playing. National- I don't think it's playing politician when people are saying these are hate-filled posts and you're saying, uh, you know, I, I didn't mean to offend anybody by it. They're, what yeah. they want you to say is, I agree, they are hate-filled posts and I shouldn't have posted them. I mean, I don't, but what if he doesn't agree they're hate-filled? What if he's like, it was just like, you know, playful, masculine banter? And because here's my thing. That doesn't make that it okay. People- People, no, and people interpret things differently. For example, if I read a text message and you read a text message, I'm gonna, gonna I'm just gonna stop you right now, because it, I will allow for the fact that people interpret things differently. But when somebody comes out and tol- tells you what their interpretation of it was and that it was hurtful, then you have to say, well, what was it that made it hurtful? And do I feel sorry for that then? It isn't just a matter of, oh, people look at things differently. When there's a photo of a person using a urinal and another person dressed in drag or or transgender next to them, there's no mistaking what the intention was behind that. When it says, this is what happens when you vote for Democrats, it's not a matter of, I guess it's just my perspective when I take a look at it. No, it's it's a hate-filled meme it's a hate-filled expression and that's why people don't aren't ambiguous about the way they feel about it but what if he reposted that because he has children and he feels unsafe with his children in school and allow and being allowed with the opposite uh born opposite sex using the same bathroom as their children so then so you can you can take- you can make that statement without having to share a meme that turns a transgender person or a drag a person in drag into a clown utilizing a urinal using a urinal next to somebody 
But what if that's his expression? That's his opinion. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to say the slippery slope. Like, for example, the kids are saying they they feel unsafe. Do they really think that Mr. Oliver, who just got elected and probably will uh, be there for the three months or whatever it is until the new elections, do they really think that he's going to have a major impact on what goes on in the schools day to day? Like, unsafe? Like, why do they feel unsafe? Do they not well, feel unsafe by kids getting beaten down in so, front of them to a pulp every day? Does, does that not make them feel unsafe? As they expressed in, in their concerns, uh, they're more concerned about the fact that there isn't other, you know, they, they didn't ask for anything from Sean Oliver in, in their list of demands that they made. It was all about the other people around him to help ensure that his... If that is his perspective, and they stayed in it, they do believe that that is his core perspective, that if that is his belief, that these other folks around there would be the fail-safe around that to make sure that that couldn't foster anything that would be negative toward them. That's what they're asking for. They're asking for people to come out and condemn them, which, by the way, Mayor Mitchell just did. So um, I'm going to share that uh, in just a moment. But uh, I think that that is, you know, that's that's what the point is here. It's not about whether or not Sean Oliver has the right to believe this. It's about why... If he does have these beliefs, why there aren't people telling these students, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I get it. No, I get it. I understand. But again, I just like, you know, a lot of this can be overcome with communication, right? People do. I mean, shoot. You looked, uh, I could imagine the Facebook posts that I've posted in the past that are inappropriate and all that. And like, you know what I mean? So it's. It's just that that fine line of like coming to an understanding because that's what a lot of times like what I'm hearing by these snippets is like, oh, he said this and he said that and we feel unsafe when, you know, and I think about like when we were a kid and we protested, um, we protested because uh, what they uh, block scheduling and we were like, yeah, we're going to walk out block scheduling F that. And it was mainly as a, you know, kind of one of those yeah let's go 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 and you know they they have an op they have the right to be heard 100 percent. but you know it's that fine line of like yes i agree they have the right to protest but he also has his right to his opinion regardless of what that is you know and uh, coming to the understanding like going back to the text messages and stuff like People interpret things based on how they feel that day. They might have a bad day and they read a text message and they read it one way where you'll read it a complete opposite way. So long story short, sit down, have a conversation and move forward. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's there's so much divisiveness, so much negativity, so much like. This well, I, I don't think I don't think the memes were the memes weren't reshared with the purpose of unification. No, and and it's a private Facebook. You know what I mean? No, like, it, they were his, public. They if, were public posts on his Facebook. Yeah, I get it, but you don't have to look on his Facebook either. But like, also, why were people, also, why were people hunting for that for that Facebook? Because you want to see even, the character of the person that you might be uh, voting for. Yeah, or you want to drive something up to so he wouldn't get elected, and, yeah. that, and that's with the conversation that I had the other day. You can and solve that the, issue by taking the, down things that might not get you elected when you run for it, office. There you go. There or you go. Yeah, I mean, apologizing for them when when you get called out for it. Anyway, I got to hold you there. I got a bunch yeah, of phone calls. Uh, and, and before I get into these calls, I will take your calls. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. But New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell has released a statement about this. So he put it on his Facebook page. And so I want to read you what the mayor wrote. 
I have reviewed the crude images posted on Facebook by City Councilor-elect Sean Oliver that purport to comment on transgender rights. I want to make clear that I categorically condemn the postings. Coming from an individual who is about to assume public office, they are especially abhorrent. New Bedford has long distinguished itself as a city that honors and protects the rights of all of its residents, and the messages conveyed by the postings are antithetical to our core values. No matter how long ago the postings appeared, it is imperative that the councilor-elect repudiate them. The residents of the city, and particularly Ward 3, need to be confident that he is committed to serving everyone. That is a full-throated condemnation of the posts by New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell. Uh, uh, rather, a full, full condemnation of the post by Councilor-elect Sean Oliver by New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell. So... I'm not the only one that feels this way. 508-996-0500. Uh, let's see. We'll get in a few more calls before the break. You are next on WBSM. Hello. Good morning, Tim. Gilly Satios. What's on your mind, Gilly? Well, my mind is Linda Mora. Let me bring something up to you guys, how she's spinning things around and everything that she's done since she's been president. Okay. Back a couple of years ago, Pierre Durkin was the superintendent of schools. Mm -hmm. People came in the chambers. Pierre Durkin was sitting there with the school committee members. And Linda Mora, before the meeting started, right, she made a statement and knocked down, you know, Mrs. Durkin really, really bad. And then she said, I'm not going to stand here to listen to you. Okay, now... That's the kind of person Linda Morad is. When it suits her, she does what she... Can you imagine walking out? But yet, when they get a point, when Ryan Pereira put the motion on to have all the uh, commissioners from housing, which they represent, they're the ones that put them in office when they're appointed. Nobody said a word that nobody showed up. But when Bruce Oliveira got appointed just recently to the commissioners for New Bedford Housing and raised his hand and swore in that he's going to do his job. He's been there for 27 years. He hasn't taken care of the people, the taxpayers they're supposed to, and the residents of New Bedford Housing. She said to him, thank you for doing a good job. But did you see her lock down the commissioners or anybody on that city council that no, there were and and didn't show up? I did not. Okay, you, you understand? She plays a game. In chambers, she walked out on the superintendent of school. Now she's talking about everybody has problems. Everybody knocked down the mayor. Everybody knocked down about their constituents. We're here for constituent service. Did you see anybody for constituent service? The people from housing went to the they, they had a meeting. What's wrong with New Bedford Housing? Everybody listen to them. They still haven't done what they said they were going to do. The people are still suffering. The bathrooms aren't even done down in Uber, uh, Trip Towers. Okay? One of them is, one of them isn't. But there's other problems. But she knocks down people. She has an agenda. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Can you all imagine right, well, walking down the superintendent of schools? Thank you. All right. Thank you. I got to take a break. Callers, hang on. I will get to you as soon as we come back. Uh, but I am up against it. Stay tuned. We'll be back in. It's a very quick break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Now, here, W. 
of 90s hip-hop. Thank you, Buster Rhymes, for keeping the Knight Rider theme alive. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Yeah, Tim, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. So, <clears throat> I this, this the mayor uh, is the same person who let Black Lives Matter during the protests run rampant through the streets, protest in front of his house, threaten his family, threaten him. Of course, he's going to kneal down and he's going to let what, these what, people what do what they want. What threats were made? What, where, where were they running they rampant through the streets? His, they were outside of his residence. But I don't think anybody was threatening his family. Oh, come on, Tim. Really? I Listen, if, if somebody him, shows ask up... Ask him next... At, oh, wait, he's not coming on next Wednesday. But ask him, ask him next week or the week after. I will. I'll, 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 send, I'll, ask him, I'll ask him if he felt threatened by that at all. Yeah, because I mean, I, if, some, if there was a protest outside of my residence where my family sleeps and they, at night... They weren't running rampant. Uh, how do you characterize oh, them as running a, rampant? What did they do on. that was rampant? Route 18, Route 18, all the bikes and the, and the, uh, and the, uh, the, the, the hundreds of people standing out on the, on the bridge, the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge. What if people were doing that? What if people were doing that for something that you agreed with? Would you feel the same way? Would you say something they were running I rampant? Agree with? Yeah. Well, considering that I agree with, you know, kind of normal, normal, uh, uh, ideologies and stuff, I, I, I wouldn't have any reason to protest anything. But wait, maybe I mean, there, first, first of all, calling Black Lives Matter yeah. not normal ideology is just you, you don't it's know what not, they're you don't know what they're all, out there for. Everybody's everybody's lives matter, Tim. That's like saying your <sighs> life because you're white doesn't matter. Do you, you do realize that that's not what Black Lives Matter means, right? It doesn't mean that Black Lives Matter is, mean more than so your white mean? life. So what does it mean? Tim? It means that they matter more than the fact that they were getting. Um, uh, consideration for that they're trying to say, hey, Black Lives Matter too. They weren't trying to say Black Lives Matter more, and that's the problem with anybody that's against it is they don't bother to learn what it's actually about, what the movement is actually trying right. to say. They just look okay. at it and they say, oh, oh, oh they're against white people. That's your opinion. That's not my I opinion. It's their stated. It's their stated mission. Yeah, and their stated mission also is a, is a bunch of fraud. I mean, have you have you looked at the millions of dollars that they that yeah, they, they, uh, they they that, they had some unfortunate people that were involved in in yeah. the organization? Sure, that I happens in all organizations. Right, uh, but anyways, what's going to happen to these kids when they walk out of school? Are they going to get detention, skip in school? Early? I I don't I don't think so. I think uh, you know because they made made it all known ahead of time. Um, I think the school because we've seen this happen before. There's been other protests that have happened at the school. I think because they let them know what was going to happen. That will probably have allowed for the administration to make some arrangements. Maybe they might say you're not going to get this whole two hours that you want, but we'll give you a 45-minute period to be able to walk out there. Yeah, but are they going to go back into school, do you think? Um, well, they, they actually scheduled it to go later than the school day, so I think that they might have they might have some programming intended behind it. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to be having some people speak. Um, so that, that opens the door so now for any, any student... Anywhere, Fairhaven, New Bedford, or Cushion, wherever they want to just walk up, get you know, write a write a petition saying, "Hey, listen, we're going to be doing this." Uh, it, you know, hand it to the administrators and say, "We we as a group of lacrosse players yeah, are going to get up and we're going to protest that the the uh, the baseball season coincides with the lacrosse season." You, 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 and and we don't like that. That's been happening for for decades. That's nothing yeah, new. It's, it, so what? Kids just getting up and protesting? Yeah, and kids, have had, kids have had protesting. We had a caller that mentioned that they protested block scheduling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I was. I remember. I don't. 
I don't want to say I remember that because I don't because I'm, I didn't go to New Bedford schools. But sure, um, but you know, yeah, yeah, you know, you, you know that there was there well, was I people did. on I issues with it. But we have a we had, we had block schedules. Yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, but kids, yeah, kids have been protesting things in school forever. Walking out, like walking out, though. Yeah. Uh, at just random times and just saying, "Hey, I don't like this. I'm just gonna." Yeah, walk out you, you know why you don't hear about it that much is because the kids don't abuse it. They they do it when they get to the point where they feel like enough is enough. They don't take it trivially and they don't take it as any excuse to just get out of class. They wait until they have something that they feel is worth potentially getting in trouble for. What got what got me though was when Fun 107 interviewed or whoever whoever interviewed that girl. Now, is she part of that group, or is she just a bystander walking into school? Does anybody know? Uh, I don't know the details of how they got it. Uh, Kate was reporting on it. If she can, if she can hear me, maybe she can jump in and describe it more. But uh, to me, it doesn't matter if she's part of the group or she isn't. Why? Why does it matter? Because she completely got it wrong. Why? Her statement's completely false. He never said anything. He posted memes. Oh, on his, semantics. Posted you get, so, so let's get into semantics about it then. The intention is still the same, whether he said it or he reposted the meme. The intention is still behind That's it. That's not true. Somebody else posted the meme, and he reposted it. Which, Doesn't mean that which, he said it or anything like that. And that also, that also coincides with freedom of speech. So you think it, freedom of speech doesn't allow you to incur on the freedom of another person to feel safe? So there are limitations safe, to free speech. So if I don't, so if I don't feel safe with a, uh, with a cross-dresser, okay, uh, urinating next to me inside of a, ur- or inside of a bathroom... Then what do I do in my city? And I'm not saying I don't because you, you know, can post the same thing, like, but expect to have to answer for it. Just like, just like Linda Morad, you know, having to to make it known that she has a gay nephew, just to just to everybody. So I, uh, nobody comes after her. No, she's got to have proof that no, no, that she has it's a gay nephew. Something that people have known have for a, a long time. I have a gay brother who's been openly gay now for the last four years, and, and, and you know. I, I don't have I don't take offense to to you know cross dressers or whatever if they want to urinate next to me in a urinal be my guest. But what I'm saying is is if I were to feel uncomfortable with something like that, who do I take that up with? You do can, I just protest outside the bathroom and say no cross dressers allowed in this bathroom and here's my notification on paper, I have it in writing right here. You can. And you have to answer for it the same way we're looking for him to answer for it. This is a, this is the kind of world we're living in. It's it's nuts. God forbid Anybody we live in a world where people can stand up for what they believe in, and if somebody stands up for something that people don't agree with, they can challenge them on it. God forbid we live in that world, right? It's it's just nuts, though. It's crazy. It's craziness. I mean, we we're living in a world now where everything has to be put down in writing in order for for something to you know. Uh, something so, to change. So, so you want like, people? You want people to just go on with their day, not be offended, shut your mouth, do what you're supposed to do, and the people like me that will bring these issues forward. Where the sheep? No, but what? Just like, just like, just like the, the last caller said. Uh, you know, whatever happened to communication? Communication and so. That's the that's, that's the core issue of what these students are asking for in their list of demands is communication. They're looking for the protest, school though, through a through a protest where where it's during school hours. God forbid it couldn't be through or after school hours. Well, would that get as much attention? Would that get their point across? Of course it would. With all the other students walking out of school. No, what they would do is they would say, "Get off the school property. The school day is over, and you're not here for any valuable reason." So how so, come they can't do that? How come they can't do that though at twelve forty in the afternoon? What they're, they're looking, violating school rules by walking out of school. What they're looking for out. is they're looking for that communication that for over a week now hasn't been there. 
that for over a Say week, you have, I couldn't hear you. they're looking for that communication you're asking for, but for over a week, they haven't heard it. They haven't heard anybody admonishing Sean Oliver for the content of those comments. They haven't heard their school administration or the elected officials until Mayor Mitchell just said this now, or um, the police union who you know oversees the SROs that are in the school. They, they say that they and haven't heard from any of them. The, the SROs. Are you kidding me right now? My okay, my, my kids go to Fairhaven schools. Okay, I don't know how the I don't know how the schools SROs are in New Bedford, but that lady that patrols the schools in Fairhaven, she is wonderful. Okay, a very nice woman. The kids get along great. Whether they still do the high fives, I know Barry said that they got rid of the high fives in the school systems, but every every Friday the the the, 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 the SROs are there and they're all high fiving. My daughter talks about it all the time. It's great. It's good. It's good policing. Why would you want to take the SROs out of the school system? I, so, listen, okay. I think the, the SRO issue is a bigger issue that we can discuss at a different time. And that the kids the kids probably shouldn't have put in their demands to remove the SROs, but to express their concerns about them. Um, because it is it should be part of the discussion. It's not going to be the only reason why this conversation happens. But, uh, they, you know, they just wanted to make it known why they are upset about this. And, and when you think about it. You can see from their perspective, well, the union backed this guy, and we've got police officers who are part of that union yeah, that, that are supposed to be here keep making sure that we stay safe, that nobody can attack us for, our, for the way that we choose to live our life. That's what I was going to say. I was going to end it on that because I know you probably have calls up the, you know, the wazoo. But, well, I just got a statement uh, from another elected official I want to pass on. So, but, Okay. Sure. Well, no, if, everybody's everybody's going to jump on the bandwagon now that Mitchell ended up saying something. But anyways, uh, you know. That's that's exactly the point, though. That the SROs are are faces for the police union. Okay, they're in the police union. Therefore, they're going to attack the person that's on the grounds first, which are the are uh, the the SROs. Okay, so that's why they want the SROs out. So, all right, Tim. That's, okay, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go take an Advil now. <laughs> <laughs> have have some know. lunch and uh, and enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. All right, take care. <laughs> yeah. 508-996-0500 if you want to chime in. But we um, we did get a statement uh, from City Councilor Shane Burgo. Uh, he says um, this is his statement in regards to the Sean Oliver Facebook posts. We continue to witness disturbing setbacks and rising hate and violence targeting transgender people in the United States and around the world. This is wrong. Those with marginalized genders and sexualities are entitled to all the rights, opportunities, and protections that belong to every human on this planet. LGBTQIA plus people are an essential part of families and communities, teachers, first responders, public officials, doctors, lawyers, frontline workers, and friends who enrich and strengthen our everyday lives. Hate in all its pernicious forms, including attacks on the transgender community, have no place in New Bedford and must be unequivocally condemned. So there we have Mayor Mitchell now has come out and condemned the Sean Oliver Facebook posts. And Shane Burgo, counselor at large, has now done so as well. The po the comment made by the last caller, you know, that now that Mayor Mitchell has said something, other officials have. Listen, I'm glad that they are coming out and saying something. But this was also something that, you know, has been ongoing now for a week. So, again, I'm not trying to disparage them for coming out and saying something. And I'm glad that they are. And I hope more will. And if you don't have my phone number to send it to me directly, send me a Facebook message. Send me an app chat message on the WBSM app. Send me an email, Tim at WBSM.com. I will give you my phone number if you don't have it already. I'm talking to the elected officials. I'm not giving it to all you other weirdos. And, and don't get upset. I use the term weirdo lovingly. I call my audience on my paranormal show 
weirdos. It's a term of endearment to me. But any elected official that doesn't have my number, reach out. I will give it to you. And, uh, and certainly, I would love to hear from any of you if you have a statement on this. In fact, I'm going to be writing this up when I get off the air in just a few moments. So if you want to send it over to me, I can include it uh, in the story that I'll be working on. The students, again, they're not looking for... They, they didn't call for Sean Oliver to be removed from office before he's even sworn in. They did not call for him to even apologize for what he put in his Facebook post. I think they listened to some of the comments that he's made in the media here and in articles and probably said, I don't think he is going to walk back the intention behind those or walk back the, the theme behind those. Cause he said it wasn't his, his intention to insult anybody, but he has not said, I don't believe in the content of those memes. And I think that they've accepted the fact that they're not going to get that. So instead they're looking for those who he will be working with and those who will, those who are supposed to protect them in, in, in various forms to say, even if one person doesn't agree with your lifestyle choice, we will make sure that it has no effect on you, his beliefs. And Sean Oliver said with us when he was on in the last hour that he intends the same. He does not intend to, 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 to make their lives any difficult, any more difficult. So I would hope that they feel a little bit safer. I am glad that Council President Morad said they will be having discussions with the superintendent to sit down and address these concerns if the students have them. Because I'm sure there are other concerns that they have beyond just, you know, what a, a counselor-elect posted on Facebook. So they'll be able to have those discussions. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I was just uh, concerned about the time for the protest. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering, why isn't it after school hours? I think, as I mentioned to the previous caller, I think if it was after school hours and they weren't there for a signed up activity or something like that, they could actually remove them from the school grounds. I think by doing it during the school day, they legally have to be on the school grounds. So they they can't tell them to, to go home. Okay, that was my only concern. I was just and that's just my guess. I reached out to them to, to, to have them come on and answer some questions, and, and nobody got back to me. But, um, you know, I'm sure Kate will be asking certain questions when she's down there covering it. Okay, you have a nice day, too. You as well. And uh, we'll take another call here before we got to take a break. Room for you, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. Um, I was just, um, when you had asked if he was going to be down there to um, at the... Uh, protest today mm -hmm. and he didn't know he was like kind of mumbling though well he didn't know you know whatever but i think he should have been down there because if anybody had any questions about this you know i don't know i mean he's going to be what inaugurated tonight yes yeah, 6 p.m tonight yeah well he should have been down there i think today 
answering some questions that maybe some people would have felt a little bit better about it. Yeah, I mean that's and that was kind of the reason why I asked him. Now he, I figured, I, I yeah. think, I think his reason for not going down that he doesn't want to incite anything is also it's mm. a good reason. But you know, as callers have said, this could all be solved with communication. Well, he should show that he's willing to step down and make that communication. Now maybe exactly. it doesn't happen today when they're having the protest, but maybe it happens where they can have an assembly at the school, um, and maybe they do it during school hours. Maybe they plan it for after school, whatever they can work out. But they have an assembly for the students that want to talk with him about this, and they foster that discussion. But I think he understands, and the way he was, you know, characterizing it is that it'll be a little bit emotional today, and it might not be if he goes there he might become the target of you know everybody's ire rather than having them be able to express their concerns openly they, and they might not well, feel he, comfortable he saying things in front of them pretty smart they, you know they're, they're pretty intelligent absolutely i mean my sister um goes to st peter's church and they have the meetings there and stuff like that all the time and my sister's gay and she has a girlfriend and um but she, um, they have the meetings there all the time for the, what, i don't know is it the gb what is it called lgbtq plus <laughs> yeah with that, yeah, they have that like every month in the summertime mostly because they have like fires outside and they just talk and different things like that. I mean, that's how they want to live. I mean, this has been going on for years. What's wrong with these people? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and uh, listen, in the 60s, kids were walking out of school all the time protesting the Vietnam War. I was, yes. <laughs> you, you know, and kids, I mean, maybe maybe kids have gotten a little yeah. bit smarter about it and not, you know, done it all the time because they know right. that it's something that they need to reserve for when things are extreme. But it it's it happens all the time. I've, I've covered yeah. a couple of them myself over the years. Well, they, we used to have sit-ins at Dartmouth High right in front of the office, the principal's office. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I joined just to get out of class. I hated school. <laughs> but um, But it was, you know, it was just we just sat there all afternoon. And they, nothing really came out of it, but you know, I mean, with the teachers or anything like that, we didn't get suspended or anything. But, but I think that this girl sounded pretty smart the one that was talking today. Yeah, and, and I, I, think, I, he, I get, think he should be there. I didn't get to hear all the other clips that they had. Uh, that was just the one that was in no. the system over here. But I guess Fun 107 had, you know, a number of statements from different students that all, you know, sounded very intelligent and very thoughtful. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why I, I don't like this characterization of, like, kids are being used as puppets for somebody else's agenda. No, kids yeah. have their own thoughts and feelings, and they're living the lifestyle that they feel that's is right. being put in, in danger. That's right. It's true. And, you know, these people, we had enough wrong in this world nowadays, and to pick, you know, to start something like this, just crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, you have a good day, and have a good weekend. You as well. Take care. Yeah, uh, bye-bye. 508-996-0500. I do have to... Um I do have to take a break. John in Fairhaven says, that's it. I'm protesting the word weirdo. You can, John, but it's not going to go anywhere because weirdo is here to stay. Weirdo, I started using that because of my friend John E.L. Tenney, uh, who greets everybody with, you know, what's up, weirdo? And in fact, that's actually the name of his podcast now because that's how he greets everybody, him, him and his friend Jessica. And I said to him, I was like, don't people take offense when you use the term weirdo? And he says, no, everybody feels relieved by it because everybody's a little bit weird about something. So if you say that to them right at the outset and you say, hey, weirdo, how you doing? Then they feel like the door is open now that they can say anything to you. And, you know, you've already kind of laid the groundwork. I, you're weird and I still want to talk to you anyway. So they don't have to be afraid of bringing things up to you. And I thought, gee, that's a really like genius way to do it. So I kind of, I kind of adopted that a little bit because it is a, it is a term of endearment as far as I'm concerned. We're all a little bit weird about something and we should feel comfortable in that weirdness. 508-996-0500. We'll take a break. Be back in a few. 
The local talk rolls on. 508-996-0500. But before we do that, I'm so hungry. And I'm gonna, I know I'm going to regret reading this out loud because it's only going to make me hungrier. But I want to tell you about all the fantastic specials they have planned for this weekend at Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in Dartmouth. They have the Cowboy Omelet. Barbecue chicken, onion, pepper, and cheddar cheese, $14.95. Cinnamon swirl pancakes for $9.95. The Greek omelet, which is probably what I'm going to get. Spinach, tomato, feta, and olives, $11.95. The berry blast stuffed French toast, $9.95. Strawberry and white chocolate pancakes for $9.95. And the waffle sandwich with home fries. It's bacon or sausage with egg and cheese drizzled with syrup. For ten ninety five, I've seen that waffle sandwich in action, and it is a thing of beauty. So you can check out all of those great specials at Just Another Phoenix in Dartmouth. It's on Fawns Corner Road. You can go by there, and you can have breakfast, sit down, and sit at the table and have breakfast. Take some time to yourself, or or bring bring the family. But maybe you don't have that kind of time, or maybe you want to just grab breakfast and go back home, stay in your pajamas for a few more hours. You can go and use their drive through window. They offer the full menu through the drive-thru so that you can take it all to go and enjoy it wherever it is that you want to have breakfast. But you'll always have a good time when you go to Just Another Phoenix on Fonz Corner Road in Dartmouth. And uh, you will enjoy anything that you get on the menu there. I guarantee it. All right. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hello. Hey, Tim. On the the student demand number two. Yes, let me pull that up. They're kind of saying... They want to choose. They they don't want people to choose silence over hate. Mm-hmm. They want them. They want them to explain why they've chosen silence over hate. So they they want them to so to, listen, to wait. I, I'm the way I'm reading that, and the way I'm taking that is they wish they had not chosen silence over hate. So it sounds like they would have rather them choose hate. Over silence. No. That's the way it reads. What they're saying is, why do they choose to remain silent rather than speaking out against hate? It doesn't say that. <sighs> well, what do you think they really meant? What it, what I'm saying is, it says silence. They, they want an apology, basically. They want everybody to address the fact that they stayed silent over hate. So I don't think that was worded the way they meant it. I don't think they're saying they would rather. I think the way it reads is they would have rather them chose hate. The intention of what, what they're they no. The intention of what they're saying there is they want the elected officials to explain why. No, they wait a minute, Tim. You're interpreting what they are saying, reading the words the way they are written that we all get to read. If you look at the podcast or you hear them read over the air, or you or you know one of these students, the way it reads is they are unhappy that they chose silence over hate. Now, to me, that's that's not worded right. They're just high school kids. Maybe they didn't word it correctly. But if you read that, I it don't, means you I would prefer get... that they choose hate. No. Yeah, that's how I read it. Well, you read it incorrectly. Well, I'm reading it the way it's written. You read it the way that you want to interpret it. No, you aren't. No, you read it I'm the way that you want to be able words, to blow holes in what the kids are asking for know what i'm saying is i'm reading it word for word and that's the way i'm taking it you're okay well you know what doing let, the let, let's, let's stop getting into the semantical argument about what it says do you think that they're right to ask for the elected officials to say what why, i'm saying what, no that's not the point i'm trying to make what the point i'm trying to make is two of the two of what the you, numbers what will you gain for being right 
what, what I'm saying is maybe they ought to understand. Sometimes people don't word things 100% the way they intended. That's I think what you, I'm saying about that. I have and taken no calls from anybody I'm else saying, about it. So I think you might be the only person that read it that way. Choosing violence over hate, choosing silence over hate. I'm like, I don't know how, you know, that is like literally the, what it says. But the other thing what I find What they're saying is if you, is, if, if this is, listen, I, I can't explain it any easier. If you chose to remain no, silent, I don't need you they to feel explain it. I need them to understand that people interpret things <sighs> differently. And I also need um, to understand if they took a poll or a survey or just generally all the students at the high school, not just in their, what they call their community, but in the high school itself, if more people than not would prefer not, because that's the Haven caller is acting like the students for the most part, like the uh, SROs being in their school. I don't know if New Bedford feels as though yeah, feel, the majority wants them out of there. I feel like that but, topic should have been kept out of this. For now. But, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're like, we don't feel safe. We want them out of here. Well, that to me is what they're saying is only what they think matters. Maybe the rest of the students would feel less safe without security officers in there, resource officers, whatever they call them. So I'm saying there's a couple of things. I know they're only high school students and they're doing their best to get their point across. But I'm saying taking out SROs because you didn't like a meme somebody put out there? Like, well, I, I think I've, that's a stretch. I think there's more to the story on that that needs to be explained. Um, and if Kate gets a chance to talk to any of the students, I don't know that if, they, if they'll if they be allowed to, but if she gets a chance to talk to any students, she can ask them, you know, what are your concerns with the SROs? Because it sounds like there's a deeper concern there than just the fact that the, the union endorsed Sean Oliver. It sounds like there may be a, a follow-up question that needs to be asked of, you know, are you seeing incidents where you feel like the SROs aren't being supportive of, of trans students or, right. or, or general, LGBTQ like students? Know, uh, you know, if if you know the students get to vote, you know, or how how they decide, you know, if there's SROs, how many of them, and what areas of the school they're in. Like, I wonder who gets to make those decisions, and if they have well, any input from the students. Yeah, I think they would probably listen to the students, but I don't think they would leave it up to them to make a make a decision. But I I would appreciate that if they did have you know, those discussions going forward have student representatives as part of that. And also, you know, like you said, you can put it out to the students to say, here is a a blind, you know, survey that we're going to ask you to, to give your feelings on. Nobody's going to be judged on it. Nobody's going to know who wrote it. We just want to know what your thoughts and feelings are. And, and maybe they can make that as part of the, right, the circumstance. Right, I'd like to know. Yeah, I'd like to know if the students would be like, hey, let's everybody agree to get rid of these guys, these women, or whoever's, the, you know, SROs, or if the majority would, would prefer to keep them. I mean, there's actual violence going on in schools. I don't see how getting rid of that would make it less of a violent atmosphere, personally, but... I know other people have different um, opinions about that. All right, Tim. Okay. Have, a good, have a, good um, night, a good day and a good weekend. You too. All right. I got to take my final break. We'll be right back. Here's what's happening this week on the program. I want to thank everybody that called in. And I think we had a lot of good conversations, even if we didn't necessarily agree. And, of course, Kate will have more uh reporting on the protest she'll be down there and uh, she will have an article up at wbsm.com and on the app later brian thomas will be on scene at in the one o'clock hour calling into barry to share what's going on down there but i want to end things here on a snack note because ht in new bedford says tim give me a weird snack combo that you enjoy mine is potato chips with a dollop of mustard that actually sounds pretty good 
I've 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 had sandwiches before that have mustard on them that I've put potato chips into. Sometimes I like to put potato chips in my sandwich for a little extra crunch. So I think that um, that's a pretty decent combination. I don't think it's all that weird. One thing that I do, and I've done it since I was a kid, if I have a grilled cheese, I put ketchup on top of the grilled cheese. I don't dip it in ketchup. Sometimes I put it in tomato soup. But I, if I am having a grilled cheese, I put it on the plate and I just put ketchup all over the top of the grilled cheese and just pick it up and eat it like that. I started doing that at the Friendlies in Randolph when I was, I think, four years old, maybe even maybe even three. But uh, And I still do it to this day. If I'm having a grilled cheese, I'm breaking out the Heinz. So, and that, that, a little, people think that that's a little bit weird. You know, they say, well, why do you do that? Why don't you just dip it in tomato soup? I say, well, if you're going to dip it in tomato soup, why don't you just dip it in ketchup? It's the same thing, but give it a try sometime. I think that you will enjoy it. All right. Well, that'll do it for me. Barry's coming up after Bill O'Reilly. We didn't get a chance to talk to her today because there was so much going on. I was going to reach out to her, but don't forget that Jessica Machado is filling in for Howie Carr this afternoon from 5 to 7. So she will be in the big chair on the Howie Carr Show from 5 to 7. And, of course, she will be back here with you tomorrow afternoon as part of our great Saturday lineup as well. That'll do it for me for today. Have a great day, a great weekend, and enjoy every grilled cheese sandwich with ketchup. WBSM and W254.